Hey guys, I'm Priscilla. And hey guys, I'm Jaylene. And we are the Wellness Amigas. Welcome to our podcast. We're two, dos Latinas, Hispanic women. We started taking care of our mental health and through the research we found, we want to help you. Our mission is to bring mental health awareness, self-care, and self-improvement to all, but most importantly, our community. Our episodes give insight through personal experiences, research, and health and wellness tips. So join us on our wellness journey, stream our episodes on all of our podcast platforms, and subscribe. And now let's get into today's episode. Before we get into today's episode, check out our last episode on letting go of expectations with Juan. We speak on how his upbringing and those around him influenced his expectations on his future and how that quickly changed as he grew into the person he is today. So check it out. It is available on all podcast platforms. And for today's episode, we're talking about how to become a positive person. This episode and among the future episodes all feed into our episode on rock bottom. Um, so to start today's conversation, Angelina, I have a question for you. What do you think are the qualities of a positive person? Um, gratitude. <laughs> gratitude has helped me not worry so much. And it actually has taken a lot of my anxiety away, which I didn't think it was possible. But I think becoming a positive person is about understanding the things that you already have. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding that if you're alive, you can change things around you. And you may not have control about everything, but there's one thing that you can control. It's the way that you react, the way that you are in a situation. And I think that's like the most important thing mm-hmm. because there are people that are going to try you. Facts. <laughs> Especially if you live in New York. Like there, there are little things that always piss me off. And I think a lot of New Yorkers would say like, everyone's busy so when you somebody's in the way it's like annoying and like an easy way of just like having a terrible day right it's like you're not considering other people's times yeah mm-hmm. and just experiences on the train that, right like, could ruin a whole day but it's just like are you gonna let that ruin your whole day like i i don't yeah, know right. i just that's not worth it yeah it's not because it's just like you're giving that advantage to somebody else I think a positive person is someone that like is good at adapting in situations, especially those that are like hard. Uh, they're usually open-minded um, and they are honest about their negative traits, but they don't let them consume them and sometimes work on them. Um, and I think the reason why I say sometimes is because like there's only so much that you could work on like within yourself. Like it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay yeah. to be human, but it's okay it- not to be okay. Right, exactly, exactly. You said it perfectly. (laughs) Positive people generally try to see the light in difficult situations. And I think that's one of the most important things. You can't control everything. And there are going to be times where, like, you're really tried and you're going to be upset. But it's about how long are you going to be upset about the situation. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to being positive, you kind of have to see the other side of it. Like, you can't let it consume you. Right, right. Before we even speak on how we can strive towards becoming positive... We need to talk on what a positive person is. And like we already pretty much summed it up. But just to give a quick like one sentence, I'll say that a positive person tries to see the good in any situation, focuses on what they can control and finds happiness in the simple things. We also need to know where we stand when it comes to positivity. Are we someone that is too positive and ignores bad emotions? Are we too negative and only focus on bad emotions? Or are we somewhere in between? Mm hmm. So I know you said that like you were an you thought you were being a realist, but you were actually like more of a negative person. Like, how did you realize that? I had this mindset where like if something was going well, like there's always something that could go wrong. And I think that's why I'm always saying like be present and stay present because it comes from me and my own projections. Like it took me a long time to understand that, like just be happy in the moment and stop thinking about what's going to happen or what already happened. You can only control what's going on right now Mm -hmm. because I just kept on just seeing what could go wrong and then made that my reality. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a terrible place that you can be at because then 
you're just never appreciative of anything or like it takes you a long time to like appreciate the things that are going on it also can um disrupt your own like progress or your own journey right. in anything that you do in life i used to be a person that i would sometimes neglect my emotions for the sake of someone else and it wasn't necessarily because i was trying to be too positive it was simply just because i cared about the other person i think i'm a person that i always try to see the positive yes. in 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 situations but sometimes it's to the um extent where i sometimes neglect my current pains and i think it's also important to express like when you are not feeling okay like it's like wow this is a shit situation but we're gonna get out of it like balancing it out i've been getting a lot better at admitting the negatives in my life because not that i was like toxic positivity but i was definitely steering more towards that way and I think with positivity, we need to be observant of ourselves and like understand how our relationship with ourselves is going. And it always starts with how we treat ourselves. We will speak more on this later, but if there's constant negative self-talk, it will be much more difficult to be a positive person. Once we begin to understand where we fall in the spectrum and how we treat ourselves, we can focus on tools that can help us be a bit more positive. So for instance, the first one is when we feel good out loud, even if it's small, so like showering in warm water, stretching, eating good food, being happy and with good company, like say it out loud, like say, I feel good right now. And the reason is that this forces us to be in the moment and opens up our senses. And this also makes us practice gratitude. And like that brings me back to what you were saying before, how like when you were in a good moment, you will always like think about what could go wrong. And it's like you said that that didn't force you to be present. And like how like you, that little shift is like what caused you to start being present. Like yeah, I know you said like speaking out loud and saying like I feel good. Mm -hmm. I feel like I did all of that, but internally. Mm -hmm. So like for me, internally saying like wow, this feels good or this is amazing. I can't believe I'm here or like wow, I'm with my friend and we're drinking fucking sangria in the middle of Spain and like, the hookits. Yeah, and then like now like I'm fully happy and like again grateful. Because I can always look back. I have that memory of us just like hanging out yeah. and like walking around and like making a fool out of ourselves. That's what being present is about. It's about visualizing everything that's going on and understanding like how you are at that place. Where you look back and you're like, damn, I wish I wish I, I would have paid attention to what was going on. Or I wish I would have spoken a little bit more or laughed a little bit more. Yeah. And then like you start thinking about the things that you could have done. Whereas now you do have control, so you can actually, like, be grateful and be present. Yeah. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. And I think <laughs> with, like, rock bottom, that's, like, the most important thing. Because it's, like, it forces you to, like, think, okay, everything else in my life is shitty, but what can I do right now yes. to make myself a little happier? And just by simply saying, like, eating something that's good or, like, doing something that makes you feel good and, like, saying it out loud or thinking it, like, saying I'm happy, like, also, like, makes you realize that maybe you should do this more often, too. Yeah. And then like slowly your mind starts to shift mm -hmm. where like you're doing it and it's not something, it's not homework anymore. Right, it's right. a part of you. Right. And like that's that's the goal. The goal is to just live that life, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and the second one is analyze the people and influences we have around us. I think we spoke about that in our first episode of season three. Yes, um, we did. The people that we follow, the people that we're influenced by. It's so crazy how like with all of this technology, like our minds are jumping from every direction mm -hmm. and like it's hard to keep up at times. We said this in the beginning, but it's finding the root of the cause, you know? So like if you're insecure, if you're a negative person, if you're too positive, mm -hmm. like internally looking at where it started, like where's that timeline so that I can start making new changes around that mm -hmm. and work on changing our circle and surrounding ourselves with positive people. 
we can also open up to them and speak on how that is affecting both of us yeah again communication mm-hmm. um and the third thing is to be kind to other people if there's something that we like about someone else whether it's an outfit or a personality trait like don't hesitate in saying it i don't know if you've noticed but that's something that i've always done and it's something that i've always done consciously just because like I mean, besides me not liking attention to myself, like I, I, I like seeing other people feeling confident about themselves. And I've always been like the person to say like, oh, my God, I love like I hype people up on purpose yeah. because I like seeing people happy. It changes the environment like everyone's happy. Like, and it's important because that one comment that you make can make that person's day. day yeah, it's so, the way that somebody else feels and makes you feel happy about it. And it's crazy how like you compliment someone and it could be a random stranger and that opens up a whole conversation. Yes. To feed off of that, like you doing something positive for someone else, you get that back. Yes. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like it's the simplest of things that can make someone's day. Like it'll just create like this overall good energy and environment for communication even works better too. And the fourth one is complimenting ourselves. It's important to treat ourselves like a friend. Do you like how you cook the meal? Is there a trait that you enjoy about yourself? What do you physically like about yourself? freaking acknowledge Facts. it that also took me a long time too because like you i don't like attention on myself like complimenting myself i always saw it as a negative thing because then i was just like oh then i'm too selfish i'm too conceited or blah 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 blah. you know so then it's like where does that come from like society the society condition us to believe that like us loving ourselves is bad and the last one is to smile and celebrate small wins if you finish the book buy another one is it sunny outside go for a walk and enjoy the weather you completed everything on your checklist, treat yourself to your favorite show. Like, Housewives. Yeah, <laughs> yes. No, but it's like, I have this issue where it's like, if I do something small, like, like I don't I, know how to treat myself for it. I just feel like I need to keep working. More. But yeah. I've been trying to work on that and let go of it. <laughs> You've been doing a great Poor job. You. Remember, small wins for Salam yes, the fifth small. one. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. There are times when positivity can go too far and it ends up backfiring. It generally happens when we deny negative emotions and only focus on the positive. It can lead to shame about feeling all feelings. Right. And when we say like feeling all feelings, it means like, oh, this feeling is good and this feeling is bad. You know what? Perfectly. You know how like there are people that associate good and bad foods? Yeah. Same thing. Like you should not associate good and bad feelings because all feelings are valid. Yeah. Our, all feelings come from somewhere, and like there is a an inherent need that needs to be met within us if we feel a certain way. But like admitting to yourself, I feel bad because like let's say Jaylene didn't pick up my phone. I, I don't feel bad for her action. I feel bad because I want to feel reassured that Jaylene cares about me. Jaylene not picking up the call has nothing to do with the situation. Like for all we know, she could have been busy. She yeah. she was dealing with something. You need to get to the point of where like you need to feel that emotion and understand yourself so like to quickly go over it it can look like hiding your feelings feeling guilty for feeling bad like i don't know if you've ever been in a situation where like you did something for you but you felt bad yes i have this thing where like i do not like to be late i hate being late because again it's disrespecting somebody else's time but even when like something goes wrong and it's out of my control like i don't like being late because of that feeling like i'm unprepared mm-hmm. yeah it's a whole it's a yeah. whole thing honestly yeah. like i pressed the button and my anxiety just came out of nowhere right. and it's something that i'm working on because again i can't be in control of everything mm-hmm. i'm gonna be late to a bunch of things but it's true at least if i tried and the second one is forcing others to feel guilty for being open about their feelings i've been in situations where um i've asked people oh how are you like are you doing okay? They've expressed it, but then there was someone else there that would say, why did you ask them that? That's fucking weird. 
Some people take it as gossip. Yeah, and it's like, no, I genuinely care about your feelings. I'm not trying to use this against you. Like, I truly want to know if you're doing okay because we could fix the situation if you're not. Like, we could leave. And it's just like, I don't ever want people to think that I'm trying to do something against them because that's just not the person I am. But then again, like, like I'm so used to asking people that now because I care and whatever, but, like, I didn't realize that that would trigger that. I also try not to take it personal. Yeah. And the next one is... Forcing Uh, yourself or others to always show up when they don't want to. So I feel like that connects back to the whole thing of, like, you not wanting, not wanting to go, like, out. Let's say, let's go out to drinks and you don't want to go. But then I make you feel guilty for not wanting to do that. Like, that's fucked up. Because if if you don't want to do it, like, I should respect your decision. That's an example of, like, a very blurry boundary. Yes. Because I've been that person where like, oh, come on, bitch, let's go. Like, what do you mean you want to stay home? Let's go. But I've also gotten the other side of it where it's just like, I truly don't want to go somewhere. Right. And sometimes at the last minute, out of guilt, I go. Mm -hmm. But I know that I don't want to go or I'm not mentally prepared to go somewhere. But because somebody pushed me to go or like I made a commitment and I know how the other person is going to feel, then I feel guilty and then I have to go and show up. Next one is telling people that it could be worse or other people have gone through that. Again, validating other people's emotions, um, especially when they're telling you something that could be tragic or like sad. Because it's like when you say, how are you doing? Or sometimes you didn't even get the chance to say that, but somebody needs an outlet to speak. And so then you start hearing what they have to say and listening. And then sometimes it's so shocking that you don't know what to Mm -hmm. say. So you don't want to say something where it like goes in the opposite direction and it makes the person feel even more. That's their own feeling. That's their own situation. And it should just be treated as that. And a lot of us have done it like subconsciously. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, But it's just being aware. Like once you understand that, you should start shifting the way that you speak. Like sometimes we respond really quickly. Because we want the other person to feel like I'm being attentive. Like you understand. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes responding too quickly is not analyzing what the other person right. has said. Right, I agree. So, it can be hard. And the last one is sending someone positive quotes or reassurance when they aren't feeling well. It could work for some people, and this might not work for other people. Because, again, it, it depends on how the other person takes it. Right. It so has like nothing for- to do with you or them. It's just like everyone has their own emotions. Uh, and, and we'll quickly go over some examples of like phrases that are toxic positivity and how to shift them to hopefully help you guys transition. So the first one is don't think about it. Stay positive. You can't force a person not to think about a situation they're struggling with. A better way to phrase it is, hey, can you describe what you're feeling so I can understand better? I'm listening. Like that makes such a small difference. And the next one is, don't worry, be happy. What you should say is, I see that you're really stressed. Anything I can do? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is, failure is not an option. This is one that I struggle with a lot. And it's not me saying it, it's me thinking that to myself. Um, failure is actually part of growth and success. And the next toxic positivity is, everything will work out in the end. And a non-toxic response would be, this is really hard, I'm thinking of you. Mm-hmm positive vibes only i'm sure all of you guys have heard that one and it's like instead of saying that you could say i'm here for you both good and bad and i feel like that applies to any relationship yeah if i can do it so can you not everyone is has the similar capabilities just because you could go and like run a mile doesn't mean the other person can or like you could like handle this and this emotion doesn't mean that the other person could as well and the next one is delete negativity and your response should be suffering is a part of life you're not alone And to follow that, the next toxic positivity is look for the silver lining. And I think a lot of people say that. Mm -hmm. Um, And what should be said is, I see you and I'm here for you. Yeah. 
Another one is everything happens for a reason. And a better way to say that is sometimes we can draw the short straw in life. How can I support you during this hard time? I feel like everyone uses that. Yeah, even I've used it like recently too. So. And the last one is it could be worse. Another very popular one Mm -hmm. um, where your response should be, that sucks. I'm so sorry you're going through this. I feel like these are all things framed when having conversations with other people. But these are things that we also need to be conscious of when talking to ourselves. Because a lot of these, I'm like, oh, whoa, I talk to myself like this. (laughs) Yeah. So we're at the end of the episode. And basically, becoming a positive person overall just takes time. There are so many things that you can just learn. Like there are phrases that I've used for so long, you know, and so then we just have to be cautious and like really think about the things that we're saying to ourselves and to other people. Because if you bring in negative energy, then that's what you're going to get out of it. It's more about understanding like, oh, this is something negative that happened to me. What can I do? I feel terrible right now, but I know that I can't feel terrible for the rest of my life. What are steps that I can do after to start slowly getting out of that? And I think just reminding yourself that you're going to make an effort makes you more of a well-rounded person because you start understanding things. And I mentioned this already, but like for me, like taking time to respond back with intent has been something really big for me. And it's something that I've always wanted to become good at because I come from a good place. And I always try to show that I do come from a good place, but sometimes the way that I communicate is not the best. Yeah, I mean, Jaylene summarized it very well. Ultimately, like, becoming a positive person, again, it's not, like, all rainbows and sunshine. Like, you need to, like, realize that not everything is perfect, that there are things you need to work on, but to also be in the moment and not to focus too much on the negative. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Bye, guys. Before we go, make sure to follow us on both of our Instagrams, Wellness Amigas and Wellness Amigas Pod. We're active on Instagram every day. We do fitness videos, health and wellness tips, food recipes, a bunch of stuff. So come join us and be our amiga.